hello hello welcome back it is monday february 20th president's day to be exact how are you guys if this is your first time tuning in welcome hello bonjour thank you for choosing to listen to what the hell i gotta say and if you are a loyal one, a real one, a juju bean, and you are coming back, then I appreciate you. So I am in a good mood, uh, a better mood than I feel like I was last week. You know, when it comes to doing things like this, where you are creating, because, oh, not my phone vibrating. Let me be respectful and just put that away um but yeah when it comes to things that require you to be a creative and to be in a creative space it can be tricky because a lot of our creativity is rooted in our emotions our feelings and our ability to handle them how we deal with them how we express them and that is something that I am learning how to maneuver, learning how to work with. I really love, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Heinz, uh, like in hindsight, but I love his content. I love his podcast, his YouTube, um, just the whole vibe. Like he is a really cool guy. If by any way, some way, Heinz, you ever hear this, shout out to you, a big fan. I love your content and what you stand for and what you provide to the community. It's beautiful and it's needed. Yeah, he's someone that I really like to listen to. And I think that perfectly explains what it is like to be a creative, what it is like to deal with um, emotions that fluctuate but how to maneuver them to really transmute that energy, to push through, to work through, um, and to still be able to create and let that energy exist, let that emotion exist, but not allow it to hold you back or hold you down. And I think that's really important. That's, that's a little shout out and a little insight on how my energy and how I'm feeling in this space of trying to create and trying to also be human. Um, so today is Monday. Mondays are my therapy days. Uh, so I do meet with my therapist once a week um, on Mondays and Today was a really good session for me. Today was more of a breakthrough session in the sense that I felt like I could be vulnerable. So a little backstory, I just started like three months ago, so it's all still very new. And when you're someone who struggles with trusting people, therapy is not going to be the easiest because you meet a stranger and you're supposed to just like tell them your fucking social, your government, your info, like your backstory. Mm, I don't know. It seems fishy. Who sent you? So it took me a while um, to warm up to her. But I think part of the reason that I did was because I had to be real with myself about why I decided to start this process, why I decided to start this journey. And in order for me to really get what it is that I'm looking for out of it or to see what it has to offer me, I have to be real, right? I have to be really honest with myself. I have to be honest with her and I have to give because it's, it's a give and take. If I don't give you anything to work with, then you have nothing to work on. So I'm in a space of trying to 
give a little bit more in regards to my honesty, where I'm at, where I'm feeling, and really creating a better relationship with me and her to ultimately better me. And yeah, today was one of those days and it was emotional and it was uncomfortable and it's new for me, but I think that is the best space for growth to come through and for healing to come through. And that is a perfect segue into what we're talking about today, guys. So I don't know if you're familiar with this concept, but there's such thing as wanting to heal too much, being hyper-focused on healing. And this is a concept that I have been hearing about more recently, and I'll get into why I think that is, but it's something that I have realized that I do because part of my perfectionist, hyper-fixating, overthinking Virgo brain is fix, 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 fix. And things are not going to be perfect until everything is fixed. The reality is that is not real life. Things will never be perfect. There are things that will need to be fixed. There are things that will need attention. Um, Things will go wrong. You continue to grow. You will experience heartbreak, disappointment, all throughout different stages of your life. You know, life is not going to be perfect. And we're constantly going to have moments where we have to adjust and readjust and fix up. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, I think that the things that we do go through and we have gone through are there to strengthen us and to show us that we do have the ability to fix up, that we do have the tools and the resources and also help us to find new ones, not to avoid, you know, making mistakes or avoid the traumas and the um, disappointments that life can throw our way, but just to give us the tools and the ability to know that we can get through it. So for me, because I went through burnout at such an early stage in my life and because I went through a really intense period of loss in my life that I wasn't prepared for that I hadn't you know been (laughs) made aware of uh, at that stage it was really mind-blowing for me it was really triggering it was eye-opening and it shattered my sense of comfortability because in that moment I realized that everything could be pulled out from under me, right? The rug could be pulled out and I would be on my ass. But with that being said, going through that showed me that, well, going through that and going through stages of healing, stages of having to take accountability, stages of having to realize my wrongs, realize what worked and what has gotten me to where I'm at, it has shown me that even if the rug gets pulled out, I do not have to be on my ass. I do not have to land on my ass and I do not have to stay there, right? Even if I do land on my ass, I can get up. I can dust this ass off and I can keep it pushing. That for me was a really transformative stage and this stage that I'm in has been very transformative because of that. But I feel like because of that reality, I got very hyper fixated on not going through that again, not allowing that kind of loss and that kind of um, burnout or that kind of destruction to happen that 
I just became so fixated on wanting to be perfect and wanting to make sure that everything was right, that my I's were dotted and my T's were crossed, and it just became such a taxing thing to do um, that I couldn't really enjoy the present moment. I couldn't enjoy the changes that were happening for me now because I was like oh well I'm I'm still I still need to work on this and I still need to make sure that I'm I'm good at that and I'm better at this and girl you're always going to be growing you're always going to get better at things you're not always going to be perfect at things and I had to realize that I'm in a state of realizing that um and honestly part of this conversation also stems from this video that I saw on Twitter. It was a TikTok, but um, it was posted on Twitter. And it is a video that comes from, let me find her account so that you guys can go and check the video out yourself because I'm just going to paraphrase what she was talking about and what I got from it but I really want you to go and listen to it for yourself so that you can also take away what it is that you do from it all right so her TikTok account is Alice H Young Piano so that's Alice A-L-I-C-E-H young y-o-u-n-g and piano p-i-a-n-o so definitely go and check that video out um i sent it to my friends and of course the relations were there but basically in the video to surmise she was talking about how she went through a period of learning so much about her trauma her um experiences what was going on with her by reading by listening to talks by having conversations that she became so good at intellectualizing her pain and intellectualizing her feelings and emotions to the point that it became a sort of detachment and defense mechanism um and it wasn't really allowing her to connect with and feel and heal from the emotions that were existing inside of her I really like that she brought up the fact that there are some experiences there are some pains and there are some traumas in our life that we experienced at a stage where we couldn't even talk yet where we couldn't verbalize so we felt it internally and from what I have read and learned about the nervous system and energy and how the body holds on to pain, that is something that can still be in us. And until we allow that feeling to really express itself in its fullest capacity, there will be remnants of it that still exist within you. And I feel like it was really beautiful and really interesting to hear somebody talk about it and to be able to sit with that and think about that. So it definitely played a part in my session today with my therapist because while we were talking, you know, I started to feel these emotions really coming up and feeling myself wanting to cry. And the things that I was talking about didn't necessarily warrant me to cry in that moment, but obviously there was a place in my body, a place in my system that had felt triggered that had felt you know unleashed 
in that moment and it needed to come up and depending on how I'm feeling I could have tried to bottle it down I could have used sarcasm and dry humor to try to you know deviate from the situation but I just had to let it come up how it wanted to because I knew that it wanted to be free I knew that it wanted to come out and my body wanted it to come out and I needed to allow myself to be able to do that and luckily I was in a safe space for me to do that so whatever your safe space may look like whatever your safe person may look like your safe journal your safe creative outlet if that's painting or writing or playing the piano you know allowing yourself to have these spaces and moments where you can feel where you can allow your body to show you and tell you what it's feeling I think is really important um but to really go back to what she was talking about with the intellectualizing your pain, I think that it's something we do a lot, specifically women and specifically black and brown women. At the end of the day, I am a black woman. So a lot of the things that I talk about and that I will talk about will come from my perspective as a black woman and will relate to black women and to POC women. Not fully, not always, but it just is what it is. It's a part of it. So for me and what I have noticed in other black and brown women is that we do because we have to speak for so many people and because we are constantly having to speak in general and speak for ourselves we've become really good at talking in kind of this third party sense that we detach from our feelings we detach from our pain we detach from our own discomfort in order to really explain to people what is going on in the hopes that they'll get what the hell we're talking about and a lot of times it still doesn't do anything a lot of times people are still like huh what are you talking about and that can become really taxing it becomes even more taxing on top of what you're already going through and I would really like to enter a state of just feeling and allowing my feelings to express themselves how they want to express themselves to show up how they want to you know show up and I am 100% an advocate for crying like I love a good cry I love crying tears of joy tears of gratitude tears of sadness overwhelming whatever it is because when you allow that feeling when you allow the dam to break you do feel release you do you feel that tension and that tightness in you really just oozing out and coming out and it is so freeing and I don't know at what stage that I started to turn from that belief and I started to try to bottle things back up but I'm really happy that I found this video when I did and it came at a perfect time because I was already in a space with my therapist where she was, you know, asking me to open up more and, you know, pointing out to me that I was good at, that I was really good at distracting. I was really good at, you know, moving away from the subject, especially subjects around feelings and emotions. And it's something that I am working on. It's something that I have done, obviously, to protect myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, if I want better for myself, then I have to do better for myself. So after this long rant and ramble, um, I hope that you are able to take away from it that 
it's okay to feel like you haven't completely healed. It's okay to feel like you're not your best version and you're not the it girl or the it boy that you want to be yet. And I know that it can be difficult when you look on social media and you look around you and, you know, people are talking about their healing and their growth, but everyone is going to have stages in life where they keep on healing and they keep on growing and they keep on changing. And remember that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. The goal is not to get to the destination in under five seconds. It's not realistic. It's okay to have the good days, the bad days, the ugly days, and it's okay to learn. It's okay to learn and to read and to listen to podcasts and listen to conversations and talks, but it's also okay to do none of that and to just listen to what your body is telling you. Just listen to what you're feeling and trust that. Let that be validating for you. Validate yourself before anyone else validates you. So if y'all are still hanging in there with me, I would like to switch topics and actually recommend this movie that I watched over the weekend. If you guys were really into the Lifetime era and like drama, then you're gonna like it because it's a Lifetime production starring Megan Good and God forgive me for not remembering this man's name, but if you were into being Mary Jane, then you know who Lee Pruitt is. It's starring the guy who plays him, who is a fellow Nigerian, so shout out to you, please. I'm sorry for not remembering your name, um, but he plays, you know, her husband in the film, and Megan Good's sister is actually in the movie, because I, I had to look it up, because I'm like, these women look so familial like whoever did the casting did a great job and it turns out they're sisters so it makes sense but yeah the movie was really good I don't want to spoil it but definitely check it out uh, I hope you enjoy it I do want to give a quick disclaimer and let you know that it does have to do with domestic violence and there are scenes that are a bit graphic that have to do with blood and etc so if you're someone who can't stomach or just doesn't want to watch anything like that I fully understand but I want you to know before you go in if you watched Acrimony and enjoyed it, then you'll definitely like this movie because it is a couple steps up, okay? I have not yet watched Acrimony, but I've heard nothing but bad reviews and that it's a really good movie to hate watch. So I might have to add that on my list for this weekend, y'all. While I know you probably don't want to go and you don't want me to go, which trust me, I understand, it's time to wrap it up. But before I do that, I do want to leave you with a quick affirmation, okay? And I... I found this affirmation during the week and I feel like it just tied in perfectly with what the vibe is giving right now. And the affirmation is my heart knows how to let go. So going back to everything that we talked about, really trusting ourselves, trusting our ability to validate ourselves, heal ourselves, know what we need and it starts with trust. It starts with trusting ourselves. So trust that your heart knows how to let go. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember that you've got you and you've got this. Until next time, take care.